this person has the best personality ever. Like, oh my gosh, best personality in the world. And their family is amazing. Like, super supportive of you, your dreams, super supportive of the relationship. Like, you get along with their family. It's like the, the greatest situation ever. Like, these are the best in-laws you could ever have. But all her friends are guys. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. My name is Alyssa David. We have your co-host Marvin Castillo. Marvin, say what's up to the people. What's up, people? Look, he's back, guys. He's back I'm here. Back. In the flesh. I'm back. <laughs> we are back with episode nine. So, Marvin, give the people a little, you know, let them know about your job. Let them know what's going on. How that promotion happened. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I want to say, wow, episode nine. Huh? Like we've been, we've been yeah. really doing this. This is crazy. We've been really Insane. doing this episode nine. I can't believe it. Um, I, I mean, obviously, people don't know that we out here recording and doing all these things, and and they don't know the behind the scenes stuff. But uh-huh. when you say it out there, you know, I mean, this, this is it. Episode nine. We've been out here. Yeah. We are here. Yeah, I would say episode nine, but we've recorded like almost eleven to twelve episodes. Yeah, um, all of them haven't made the cut, and that's the behind the scenes. We'll give you little snippets of the behind the scenes here and there. <laughs> Coming that, soon. Yeah, that that's a. That's a real thing. Maybe on the last episode when we do our like season finale of season one, we'll give you some bloopers, if you will, or some behind oh, the scenes boy. little clips. But um, episode nine, that is insane to think about. We should take a second and pause there. Like that's yeah. insane to think that we've already done nine episodes, mm-hmm. um, which means we've done nine weeks of podcasting. Wow! Uh, and so that's insane, guys. We're almost at the end of season one, and that's inc- that's insane yeah. to think about. Yeah. Insane. All right. So, what about yeah. you? Like you were gone last week, so tell us a little bit about. Yeah. That. So I was gone last week. Um. By the way, shout out to Jen, really being shout a loyal fan Jen. out here. Yeah. Um. She, you know, she definitely said a lot of you know great episode. I enjoyed listening to it. Um. It's funny. She said something in the beginning, like, "Oh, if he would have been here, he probably would have like went opposite of what I would have said." And she uh-huh. was definitely right because I heard a lot of stuff that is just like that is unacceptable. <laughs> Um, but that's what makes this podcast and everybody unique and different, right? But um, shout out to Jen for being obviously a real, a real fan and, and showing love and support. Yep. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, guys, I'm I'm a manager at Sweet Chick now. Um, sort of uh, an opportunity that kind of presented itself, and I just kind of took the step and see if it was you know something that would uh, be good for me, and you know yeah. it, it didn't take too long, but a lot of people may not know this. I've been working for the company prior to pandemic. Uh, I want to say about three, maybe four years. Um, so I was already, you know, already been around the company and know a lot of people and bosses, owners and stuff like that. So it was a little easy uh, transition. It wasn't as tough. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's a different time and different uh, scenario and, and the way the company is, is going. Um, but yeah, I'm happy, guys. I mean, I'm, I'm a managing now, so... Definitely different responsibilities, different yeah. challenges. Um, but hey, I mean, I've been in this field for a very, very long time, and uh, to be able to work for a company is definitely awesome. Um, but to be able to manage a company, especially like Sweet Chick, mm-hmm. especially in the field that I'm in, and obviously I want to open my own place, is uh, you know, it really opens the doors for other things. So I'm just excited, and guys, whoever you know, you listeners, if you ever get a chance to go to Sweet Chick. 
um you know hey shout out you know put the put it in the comments shout out yep, see what yep. we're about try to see you know i'm there monday through friday but um yeah i'll leave it at that man but i'm excited to be back dope dope so two things for the people for some people right one thing is have you talked about what you guys serve at sweet chick uh meaning location wise no like the food the type of food that you guys sell uh well we basically known for our chicken and waffles um which is yep. which is you know really really big uh yeah. it's funny I, i'll just say how i heard that it started and um it, it's the, the story is that people think about chicken waffle chicken and waffles and is is people usually think like down south and all that stuff right yeah. Um, and the story is that it actually was originated in Harlem. Um, oh. Yeah. So the story is that it was originated in Harlem. Um, musicians, you know, jazz musicians and all that um, were were playing late night. And by the time they were done, they were hungry. And it was like late enough to have dinner still, but yeah. then early enough to have breakfast. Mm. And then there it was born chicken and waffles. So, uh, you know, it was apparently something that took a life of its own and it clearly it made it throughout the states uh, but the story is that it was originated in harlem and so the owner obviously wanted to kind of have it out there for the east coast and i mean look at it now it's big 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 time uh name for itself so yeah whoa you learn something new every day i did not know that but dang, look <laughs> yeah. at marvin giving us a little history lesson just, just on, a little bit just a little on bit. jazz and in harlem that's okay. it yeah. the other thing i was gonna ask you was because you said this, no free brand deals, but just so people can understand you a little more, what is the uh, the back end? Like, where are the other places that you've worked before Sweet Because you said you've been in this field for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll say, I'll take it from, from where I first started to now. Uh-huh. I'll do that instead of going backwards. Um, my first restaurant job was at IHOP. Yep, shout out to those Cheesecake shout Pancakes. Shout out to IHOP. Shout out to Cheesecake Pancakes, yep. Um, my first job was at IHOP. I worked at the IHOP, if anybody's familiar or, or lives in the city, New York City, um, in, in the Ozone Park, Rockaway Boulevard, IHOP. Um, okay. Was there for a little bit. Then I ended up moving on to the IHOP in downtown Brooklyn, which is actually your old neighborhood. Yep, uh, Alyssa. Yep. Shout out so, to Fort Green. Ahoy, Schemahorn, right? Fort Green and, and, and around Fulton area. So I was there for a while. Um, and I mean, we're talking about years, like both, both I have, I was definitely there for years. Yeah. And I did some other jobs and then eventually I was like, yeah, I definitely need to get back to this restaurant thing. So I ended up working for, uh, Michael Chernow. Shout out to Michael Chernow. If you ever get a chance to listen to this, um, he is both, uh, you know, I mean, he has so many things, uh, you know, going for him, but, uh, as far as restaurant wise, he was actually the co-founder of the meatball shop you know if anybody's familiar with that and now he opened his own place uh which is a sustainable seafood spot it's called seymour's seymour shout out to seymour's the list has definitely been there you you know it's good um you know so it's a it's amazing place i learned a lot it's it's definitely way different than ihop it's uh, a little bit more you know it's it's not ihop is a little bit kind of like you know what you're gonna get it's either juice and this, you know, then I started moving on to like exotic types of dishes and wine and a whole bunch mm-hmm. of other drinks, you know. So I got I learned a lot, especially under Michael. So, yeah, after that, I mean, eventually I made my way into Sweet Chick. And, and it sounds crazy because it's only three, three, you know, three stores, three restaurants. Yeah. Um, but I've been there for all those places. I've been there for for many, many years. So, uh, wow. yeah, I was in those. I learned a lot. 
There you go. There you go, guys. That's the history of Marvin, the history of chicken and waffles. You guys got a big <laughs> lesson today. Very uh, big so lesson. take that home. Uh, the only thing I want to say about what you said is that uh, Michael, he started it off where you said he was part owner of the meatball shop. Yeah, he co he basically started the meatball shop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never been there still to this day. Wow, we gotta go there. To this day, I've never been to the meatball shop. And I remember one time your wife, Andre Castillo, guys, clap it up for me because I just remember her <laughs> last name. Did you just say what I think you said? I said Andre okay. Castillo. Yes, you did. Okay, there it is. So um she had like this lobster meat meatball from there. And mm, that caught me soft guard. Right. Because I'm like, what? Like meatballs are, you know, ground beef. But right, like that doesn't apparently, make sense. Apparently, they jazz it up over there. So, guys, sh uh, you know, go check out Sweet Chick. Give Marvin a shout-out. Write it under the comments. If you want to check out the meatball shop, that's a pretty solid place. According to what Marvin and Audrey tell me, I've never been there myself. So, <laughs> And then go check out Seymour's if you can. Yeah. And so, yep, that's a little bit about Marvin. But there you go. That's that's everything we needed to know right there. there you go. And so now we are moving forward into episode nine. Marvin, just want to say we're super, super excited for you and congratulations again. Thank you. I got to step up. That's amazing. I also want to say real quick that I remembered the name of that book from a couple weeks back. Um, the one, yeah, that okay, good. I was gonna say, like, I remember you was in like you knew what you yeah, wanted yeah. to say, but you were like, I don't know the name, so I'm not gonna go there. Yeah, so okay. it's called The Street Lawyer. The street, the street lawyer. lawyer by who do you do you remember that? Oh now now you're asking for a lawyer. Oh, I, didn't, I thought I thought I, you had. I that. do <laughs> I do have a picture on my phone, so give me okay. a second. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna scroll through it. At yeah, the way movie. you described that book, right. I was like, I just saw a movie in my head. And I was like, this has oh, to be a movie. Such a good book, such a good book. Um, probably one of the best books I've read wow. as late at least. So yeah. let me find it. It's somewhere around here. I'm yeah, that, uh, that's how, what is it? The street lawyer. The street lawyer, yeah. Yeah, that sounds. They even that's like that just sounds. It's like a, a movie. good book. Yeah. It's a really really good book. Yeah, you're right. The name does sound like a. Like that's heavy. Street lawyer. Yeah. Oh man, now I can't find it. You see, this is what happens when I tell you guys that I have something. <laughs> Tune to in for the next episode to find out who it was written by. Yeah, guys, you have the title at least. Look it <laughs> she up. Lawyer, exactly. Hey. And you know what it's about, so it's. Like I'll take it. Point. I'll take it. At yeah. this point, you should be able to find it. Right. Um, and I really apologize because I do have a picture of it. I just can't yeah. find it in this. Moment. Well, how about this? Tell us what's in the, on the cover of the, of the picture of the book, and then. Oh, you know, that's the crazy thing, because I can't tell you that either, because when the person gave me the book to read, so yeah. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but how I got the book was I work at the Salvation Army, and one of my coworkers came up to me, and he was like, I want you to read this book. He had just finished it. He okay. gave me the book, and he gave it to me without the sleeve cover, so he just oh, gave nice. me the hard cover, you know, right. because, you so know. it's you another mystery, yeah. Exactly. But gotcha. now you know what the book's about. You know it's called Street Lawyers. So Street Lawyers, buy it, read it, and if halfway yep. you realize it's not it, I uh, hope you enjoy the book that you did. Bye. Exactly. And if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, we are talking about, I believe it's episode six of the podcast. Mm -hmm. We uh, had just me and Marvin on here talking about some things. You guys got to know us a little more. And so if you don't know what we're talking about, go back, check out that podcast. Um, and there's a section there where I tell you guys about the book that I was currently reading. I finished it by now. Uh, but back then I was reading it. It's called The Street Lawyer. Great book. Check it out. So that's a throwback for you. But I want to throw it back again because okay. today's guest is actually a guest that we've had on before. Oh, really? 
Yeah, it's a guest that okay. we've had on before. Um, and it wasn't the traditional way of having this person on, which okay. is why I thought it was going to be so good to bring them back so that they could talk a little bit more about themselves. Because last time they were here, they were on Hiring and Clueless. So oh. they took the role of host and they asked me questions. But now I want to jump back and kind of flip the script and ask this person questions, get to know okay. them a little more. And so without further ado, will you guys help me welcome Jeremy Catry to the podcast? What is up? How are you guys? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. I love being on this podcast. The hey, second hey, time, you know, the second time. better be the best time. Hey, Jeremy, the, Jeremy's the first one, right? Exactly. That's what I was just about to say. You're the first <laughs> well, guest that we've had on for the for two times. So that's, that's an honor. It's an honor. It really is. Hey, and Jeremy, you know, Jen was a real fan, but you're a real fan too. Because I was just talking yeah. to you before we jumped on, and you were talking to me about the podcast and things like that. Of course. So we've got some real fans, guys. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. We appreciate the love. This is what it's all about. Exactly. Yes, and I sir. just want to say, you're more likely to come on the podcast if I if I know and Marvin knows that you're a fit, real fan. Like, we will invite people who maybe have never heard of the podcast before. But I just feel like we would we lean it. Like, if I know one of my friends and I know they're doing dope things, and then they're talking to me about the podcast, telling me that they're listening to the podcast... Why wouldn't I have them on the podcast? Like that just doesn't make exactly. any sense. Exactly. Right, right. So it's all family, podcast. right? That's exactly. So listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Show some support, and we want to support you as well. So that being said, Jeremy, you know how this podcast works, and so you know we had to start it off with some rapid fire questions. And of course, so, let's get it. So, all right, so let's do it. Let's jump right in. Okay, so. Jeremy, you could only vacation in one spot for the rest of your life. Only one spot. You can't go anywhere else. Hawaii. Vacation. Oh, wow. that's, that's a good That's point. rapid. That's how we do it. Yep. Rapid questions. Yes, sir. Guys. If you don't know how rapid questions <laughs> works, we read a question off to our guests, and they literally have to respond with the first thing that comes to their mind. They don't have time mm -hmm. to think about it. It's just whatever comes to your mind. Second question, free plane tickets or free food? Um, free food because I'm afraid of planes. So you've been on a plane before then? Yeah, so I have, but like it was I'm... not a great experience at oh, all. <laughs> like, okay. Gotcha. But I, I ripped my what... pants on it. <laughs> oh, oh, I do know this story. I do know this story, but I do want to rewind because you want to go to Hawaii and I've been on a, on a plane ride to Hawaii <sighs> and I went hard. straight, 10 hours straight to Hawaii. No. I'm just I'm saying that. Boat. Be... Oh, oh. Oof. Oh, that's, nah, that's, actually, I can't take a boat because of Titanic. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, next one. If you had to make someone you personally know president, who would it be? Mm, myself. <laughs> that is the and first I feel, time. I feel like that's so like self-centered, but it's like, I'd be like, hey, what's up, everybody? I'm now Mr. President. What's good with you? <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. That's the first time I'm for president. Yes, yeah. yes, sir. Had someone give themselves, but hey, I'm, I'm with it. All right, that's cool. So, Jeremy, I know that you are a Nets fan, correct? Of course, of course. Brooklyn okay, all the so way, this, yes, sir. There you go. So this is this is one that we're gonna <laughs> give you, uh, and you just gotta go off the top of your head. Like you gotta keep it rapid, okay? Top okay. three current NBA players: Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving. Wow, he just I tried to say that as fast as I could, but it, like it just came out super fast. <laughs> so all you really That's, did there was he, just pick the Nets, the Nets. Roster. I literally that was, did. <laughs> that was the whole Nets roster. Okay, all right. <laughs> it was you, the big you, three. Do you really believe that that they're the best three? Okay, so I definitely believe that Kevin Durant is. Um, 
I think obviously LeBron James currently. Well, not even currently, but just all time. Um, yeah. But like currently playing, KD, LeBron, and my final choice is gonna be Giannis. Oh, okay. Uh. All right, but that's not your answer, though, because you already picked your top three. I know, I know, I did. You got to think about that one. Marvin, I'm interested to know know for you, top three off the top of your head. And you've already had some time to think. Top three for me? Yep. Right now, uh, LeBron, KD, and Stephen Curry. Oh, okay. All right. I respect that. Let's keep it moving. Jeremy, best pair of sneakers you own? Oh, the Ben & Jerry Dunks. Wow. I can't, I can't believe you have those. The chunky donkeys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally I literally creased them the other day and I'm very upset. I'm like, no. Hey, SBs is all about creasing, man. Exactly. Just gotta work it out and live it out and you know yeah. crease them as you go. The chunky go. donkeys. They look better as you beat them up. Exactly. That's a, a nice pair of sneakers right there. All right, Jeremy, you are a so actually this is a great question to ask you real quick. Before I get into this, are you a New York City native or a New Jersey native? I'm a New York City native. That's what I thought. Okay, mm. so you're a New York City native, right? So I need to know your midnight bodega run list. What are those Oof. things you get? It definitely got to be, you remember, oh man, I forgot what they're called. Are they the bugles? The things that would go on your fingers that were like. Oh, were like and, and it's like in a red bag? Yeah. I, what were they called? called? Bugles. I think they're bugles. Oh man, I remember those back in the day. Those were my favorite. Really? Um, those, yeah, those and those like potato chip fries that were like. Oh, potato sticks. Oh, the blue bag. Yes, the blue bag. Yes, the yes. blue bag. Yeah, yeah. That and then throw in a Malta and I'm good. Hey, okay, okay. Yeah. I respect it. I respect it. Yeah, it's the best All right. way. When you're looking at the opposite sex, right? Is it good looks mm. or intelligence? It's got to be a mixture of both. <laughs> uh, you got to pick one. If you had, if I got to pick have one. one. If you could only oh, have man. one. If you could only I'm gonna have sound. One. If I could only intelligence, I've been with really not smart girls. Oh, <laughs> Shout out to the not sm- not so smart girls. <laughs> Literally, and I'm just like hey. I'm over those. Hey, the mind is a muscle. They could work it out. Yeah, there you go. They, they could push through. All right. There's room one, for growth. Exactly. One food has to go, Jeremy. Off the earth forever. One food has to go. What is it? Um, anything seafood. Whoa. All seafood. Get rid of all seafood. That's it. Just get rid of all of it. And that is the end of this podcast, guys. <laughs> yeah, guys thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to follow, like, share. Don't share this episode, actually. Just, <laughs> we my, ruined uh, it. Yeah, that's, uh, I hope my bosses and my old bosses didn't hear that. <laughs> Jeremy, I've never had it before, though. No. What? So then, how? Whoa, whoa! What? what? It's the easiest decision for me to just so get rid of all seafood. Do you hear yourself right now? What if you I had you tasted it and, and it I, was probably the best thing that you've ever had? The only thing I've had is calamari. And? You don't like it? I like it, but like, I don't know. Everything else, I'm just like, bye. Jim. You're blowing my mind right now because it doesn't make any sense. You're like, I've never had seafood before, but I'm gonna get rid of it. But the one seafood that I did have. I was good, but I'm not yeah. going to try the others. It's too nerve-wracking for me to try, and I know it sounds so crazy. Like, most of my friends are all, like, seafood fanatics, and I'm like, mm, I'm good, bro. Yeah, me, me being one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just messing up all the homies. Yeah, I know, and that's it's so crazy, bad. too, because you didn't even think of the homies when you made that decision. You just no, said, all seafood, I forget. Go. Literally. 
You could have just when did I'm... something else and just left the seafood. You already don't need. I could have. So. I really could have. But like, <laughs> hey, hey, that <laughs> was his choice. That was his choice. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. It is what, it what is. It is what So, <laughs> I'm gonna be miserable now. Okay. Yo, right. <laughs> What's one unpopular opinion you have? Mm, um unpopular oh my goodness at the top of my mind up is the best pixar movie up is the best pixar movie yeah is that unpopular people i don't even know if it's a pixar movie or if it's a disney movie but it seems like it's a pixar movie yeah it's a definitely a pixar movie but i would say it's probably not that popular it's probably not usually people's top three pixar so i would say that's pretty uh yeah if you watch it like a hundred times though then it's like wow this is a great movie yeah it is there's no movie in my life that I'm watching a hundred times, but thank you. <laughs> thank you for the for the advice, but no movie I'm ever watching a hundred times. I don't care how good it is, I'm not watching it a hundred times. Yeah, I don't know how it happened. It just did. And I was like, oh man, here we go. <laughs> Alright, last one, last one. World's best invention so far. Oh man, world's best invention. I would have to say the car. Has oh, to be okay. a car. The automobile. Because like Okay. Yeah, you can't go anywhere these days. Like, you can't go to Target. I'd I'd walk for like three days to get to Target. Yeah, exactly. Especially depending where you live. Like, that's insane. Yeah. yeah. All right. I respect that. The automobile. Okay. Cool. Dope. Jeremy, thank you for playing rapid fire questions. Of course. You are very familiar as you've played that before, but I was on the other end. So, super dope to have you answer now and the people to hear your opinions and the things that you think. I'm still a little hurt about the seafood one, but we'll get over it. <laughs> These things happen. So we're going to jump in here, Jeremy, to you, right? And talking about you. And so from the last time, people do know that you are a photographer, videographer, content creator. And so we're going to break that down a little bit because my first question off the bat is how did you get into that? Because we went to college together. Okay. Yeah. yeah, We went to college together and I don't think that was like the number one thing on your mind at that time. No. Okay. Definitely wasn't. I went to college for youth studies. Yep, exactly. Um, so, so I studied so, to be a youth pastor, and then I was a youth pastor for a while. And then when I wasn't a youth pastor, I accidentally filmed my friend's, like, birthday party. And, like, I'd been doing video for, like, 11 years now, but I was just like, wow. you know, if whatever, like, I didn't take it seriously. I was just like, I'm doing this for fun. I'm going to be on YouTube. Yeah. Like, it's just whatever, you know? And about 10 years ago, there was, I had a YouTube channel and it went like, it went pretty viral for like a little bit. Like I kept getting like followers overnight and I was like, what's going on? Like, and I like YouTube was like, we, we noticed your channel. We want to become a partner. And I got scared. So I stopped creating content. And then I went to, <laughs> yeah, right? And then I went to college for ministry and I was like, it's all right. I'll put the video stuff aside. Um, so I put it aside, but, um, about a year ago, maybe a year and a half, my friend had a birthday party. And I just took my camera with me because I was like, I want to make like a video of my friends just so I have this memory forever. Yeah. And um, they asked me to then film their engagement. And I was very, very scared. And I'm like, this is like a serious moment. Like, if I mess yeah. this up, like, there's no going back. Like, you only get engaged yeah. to this girl once. Uh, like, <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, but like, <laughs> hopefully you only get engaged to this girl once. Yeah. And so I'm there and I'm hiding in the bushes trying to like film them with like, I had a mask over my face. I was like literally dressed like, it was so funny. And I'm just sitting there with a the camera. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it. So I, I made their engagement video and then they were like, we want you to do our wedding. And I'm like, 
Wow. Okay. And so I did their wedding and I did a whole bunch of my friends' music video and they were all like, yo, this is great. And I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I still don't know what I'm doing. I genuinely don't. <laughs> but like, for some reason, it's working. And I'm Welcome just like- Welcome to Ann Clueless. Ann Clueless. Literally, clueless. literally. I'm literally sitting here editing music videos. I'm like, I have no idea if this looks good. I have no idea what this is going to do. I have no idea if the client's going to be happy. But that's pretty much how I got into it. It was literally all by accident. And then everybody just kept hiring me. And I'm like, I'm getting paid to do this now? How? And then I actually eventually started working for a church to do media and like content creation. And I was just like, I literally don't know how this is happening right now. But here I am. Wow. <laughs> and that's crazy. I'm just, it's shocking. It, it literally is shocking. I think I'm going to pick up a camera one day and just see what happens. Yeah, just see literally, what happens. you never know. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, this is my career now. Wow, that's, that's insane. Awesome. From a birthday party to an engagement to a wedding. That's a big, like, that's, and that's, like, insane. Like, yeah. Like, if someone asked me and I had just only shot two things of, like, two serious things before, or even one serious thing because the birthday to you wasn't a serious thing, I'd no. be like, oh, wedding is a lot. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. That's, that's big. So, like, the worst thing was, though, it literally went birthday party, engagement, and then they suggested me to one of their friends who was going to do a video for Telemundo. And I was like, and so that's what my next gig was. And I'm sitting there in the gym, like, filming this uh, fitness influencer. And I have no, I'm literally standing there shaking. And I'm like, all right, so what do we do? And they're like, aren't you supposed to? And I'm like, you're right. And I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And it ended up being literally, like, one of my best videos wow. until the next one and then everybody's wow. like oh we want to do a music video i'm like i don't know what i'm doing but like i just go with it. i'm like all right cool. <laughs> like great that's i'll do it crazy yeah take that that's crazy that's yeah. awesome so guys hey for any of you listening if maybe there's something that you kind of like and you're like hey i don't really know how this is gonna work out and i'm not 100 sure hey just try it you never know what could happen right you could be great at it you could not be that's the reality but hey, yeah. you never know. You could pick up something else and be great at that. Yeah, and yeah. so I would say maybe don't let your fears get in the way of that. Just right. do whatever you want to do and see what happens. Yeah, I have a question actually. I, I I'm, I'm I'm remembering back. You said you had started the YouTube channel, right? I believe you said yeah. You, and then it was getting it was picking up. It was getting followers. It was succeeding, and then you stopped. Yep. Right. And in a in a weird way, right? With the camera. It was picking up. It was succeeding, but you continued. Yep. What was the difference here? Where one, you know, at one point you stop it, and this one, or did you ever feel like you know what I'm gonna stop again? Or the, you know, so I'm not gonna lie to you. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> um, I so in the beginning when I first stopped, like ten years ago, I was like, I'm afraid of the clout that I was getting. Because like I would walk into high school and everybody would just be staring at me and I'm just like, what is happening? Everybody wanted to be on the next video and I'm like, oh no, like what did I do? And then um, the next, like this recent time, the reason why I kept going, and I mean, I stopped making YouTube videos like about two months ago, which don't worry, I'm going to drop a new video in like two weeks. But like (laughs) I stopped making videos, but like a lot of it was just like, this is a new drive. Like I'm older now, I'm more mature. Like 10 years ago, I was a kid. I had no idea what I was doing. It was in, it was before the age of like the internet, honestly. Like mm-hmm. it was just like the internet was very new. Like everything mm-hmm. was so new. So like you can't, you couldn't really see like a career coming off of YouTube. You couldn't really see a career coming off of media. Cause it wasn't like, it wasn't as popular back then. Yeah. And it's like, 
you see it and you're kind of like, oh, I need a, I need a different job, something that's more like stable, something that's more, you know, mm-hmm. well known, I guess to say. Um, and then now it's like you find videographers everywhere and they're all like, yeah, I'm a videographer full time. And I'm like, I don't know how you do that, but all right, bet, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's, there's more support now for sure. There's definitely more support. Nice. Dope. Uh. Which I feel like leads into my next question because we were just talking before this and you let me know, which I didn't know, but literally found out today that you are now a full-time videographer, photographer, content creator. Like you literally just stopped working somewhere else and you yep. are like now full-time. Yep, 100%. It's crazy. It's very difficult. It's very scary. Very that's, scary. That's insane. So what, what do you feel like along the lines of Marvin's question before, what do you feel like is helping you to continue or to like even do that to be full time? Because like you said, it's scary. Yeah. I think, you know, like now I don't have, I have a different support system now. Mm -hmm. I have very, two very, 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 very good friends who are just like completely pushing me forward who are like, yo, you can actually do this. And I'm like, really? Like, so what ended up happening was I felt, honestly, I think it was a God moment, if I'm honest with you. Um, yeah. I was, you know, working at a church doing content and I left it because like it just didn't line up with everything that I needed in the moment. And it was just more of a struggle to stay there because I wasn't like, it's not, and no, 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 nothing to the church, but like, it was just not the right church for me to be at. And I knew it. And so I stayed there, and then I think in time I was just like, this is what I actually am doing, and it's time to go full-time, and I have to make this happen. So that's when I launched yeah. you know, my, my media company. That's when I launched my website. That's when I created the highlight reel. And literally, I just posted the highlight reel like literally like five days ago on Instagram. But like, it was just one of those things where I was like, I need to make this happen because like, it's already taking up a lot of my time. Like It's like taking about like 30 to 40 hours of my week. And it's like, I either make this full time and make this happen, or I just sit back and wait and wait for my turn. And I can't do that no more. You know, I think 10 years ago, you know, when I was young, about to go to college, like I could have sat back, you know, and been like, all right, whatever. I had no bills back then. Now I got to pay for my car that I bought. And I'm like, oh no, how are we going to pay for this? So I don't know. I think there's, there's a drive because of the responsibility that there is now, you know? That makes sense. That makes sense. I have another question. So you could have easily just picked up videography and photography, right? And because you had stopped YouTube before, right, I'm sure there was some hesitancy to jump back into it. So Mm -hmm. what was that like for you to, like, have taken this long break from YouTube and then to be like, okay, I'm going to do it again? I honestly accidentally bought a camera. It was, like, 3 a.m., and I was like, all right, I'm buying this camera. And then I bought it and it sat in a box for a year and a half. Wow. And then the hesitancy was there. I was like, I've done this before. I've tried this before. I honestly was actually going to, if I didn't go to school at Valley Forge for youth ministry, I was going to go for uh, directing at University of the Arts in Philadelphia. Oh, wow. And I felt like I didn't have it. I felt like I couldn't do it. I felt like my, my portfolio wasn't created enough. Mm. and it wasn't vast enough to even be accepted into that type of program so i guess like the hesitancy was it was huge it was there and i was just like you know what i just got to do this i just got to take it i just got to take a like 
I just had to take a step. It was like a leap, yeah. but it, it was it wasn't even a tiny step. It was like I jumped and I was like, oh no, what am I doing? It was so yeah. much fear in it. And I'm yeah. just like, well, now that I'm in it, I'm stuck. <laughs> like there's yeah. no going back. Like I I jumped into this and now I can't go back. You know, after my first music video and after my first like engagement shoot and after that first thing with Telemundo, I was like, I'm in this and I'm stuck. Like there's no going back. Like at this point, people think I do video now, so might as well. Wow. Okay. So what's the differences between recording someone else and like their vision and then now recording your own vision, right? Because you have your own YouTube page, which is solely the things that you want to put out. And then you have videography and photography, which is like you're working for someone else and trying to make their vision come alive. So what are the differences there aside from that? So I think the differences between the two is like I, I meet with the client beforehand. We have a consultation Mm-hmm. And I'll talk to them and I, I genuinely try to find where their heart is because I'm like, the best way to put out a product is to know what the client, like who they are. And so yeah. I think a lot of the times, like before, when I first started doing this, I was just like, okay, I just got to film this, film that, film this. But now I'm like, who are you? And let me speak through, like, let me let y- your heart speak through your art. Hmm. and so a lot of it was just like all right i'll do that but when it, the difference between that and my own stuff is i can say whatever i want on my youtube channel and the hmm. only person that faces the consequences is me myself and i hmm. um it will like obviously if i'm talking about anything crazy like it's gonna be a bad representation of me yeah. but i know that with the client like i just want to represent the best parts of them and what they want to represent you hmm. know and like it's just easier to like talk to the client and just like, I guess like when they want to do something crazy, I'm like, Hey, it's really not a good idea for your image. So like, let's not do that. But yeah. like on my own stuff, like I'll be, I'll be like, all right, bet this is what we're going to talk about on YouTube. I'm going to post it and not care. <laughs> and yeah. so it's like, it's tough because like I have no filter with me and myself and I, but with a client, like I, I have a way bigger filter, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Does yeah. that mean that you feel like you have more pressure? with clients than with your own hmm. videos? 100%, like with clients, cause like it's tough because I wanna make sure that they love the product too. Yeah. Like me, I know I'm gonna love my product. I'll be like, all right, this is probably terrible. Nobody's gonna watch it, but I love it still. Like oh, yeah. that's my thought with them. It's like, are people gonna watch their stuff? Are people gonna look at that? Are they gonna click the person who they tagged, which is me and be like, this guy did a terrible job on this video or did, are they gonna be like, this person did a great job. And like yeah. literally today, like I, I, I did a music video that just got posted literally last Sunday and somebody tagged and were like, yo, your cameraman was on point. And I'm like, I'm sitting there looking at this comment and they were like, like I was sitting there. I'm like, well, at least people think it's a good video. <laughs> That's all yeah, that yeah. matters. Because yeah. like for my own stuff, like I remember in one of my YouTube videos, like the whole thing was blurry. I didn't care. I was like, whatever it is, what it is. Yeah. But like yeah. with a client, it's like those are people who are going to click it, go to my page, probably check out the link in my bio, which is my website. And they're going to literally be like, well, should I book this guy or not? Yeah. yeah and that's yeah. the hardest part. Was that video Brandon's video? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. See, I, I'm a supporter too. I support you. I support yes, ma'am. <laughs> I appreciate the support. That's dope. So what is it like? Cause I've always wondered this. What is it like now that you're full time, like doing that? What is it like to like even book people? Like, do you feel a constant pressure to try to find someone because you got to bring in income or has it been naturally coming to you? What does that look like? 
So I'm not going to lie, before I went full-time, it was naturally coming to me. I went full-time and literally I have zero appointments and I'm like, oh, no. And I think a lot of it too was the way that I was booking people before when I wasn't full-time was just like a lot of like, I'll communicate with the person. Now I have like a whole thing where it's like set an appointment for a consultation. So it's, it's really tough now. Um, So the work week would literally look like waking up. Um, I try to still wake up early um because i'm not gonna lie like i know when i get out of habit it'll just be terrible for me (laughs) so i gotta make sure i maintain a habit and i'll just like wake up early i'll look at some i'll try to find some leads maybe hit up some businesses in the area and be like hey look i'm a videographer in the neighborhood just want to know if you guys ever need any videography or photography done and i'll send out these leads throughout the week um a lot of it has been word of mouth though Um. so like most of my clients are literally like hey, I saw this video and I really want that content. You think that I could kind of like create something along the lines? Wow. And I'll be like, yeah, sure, let's make it happen. Um, but other than that, like it's slow. It really is slow. And I think especially with the pandemic going on and yeah. it's just like people are, are finding it more difficult to put out their own stuff or hire somebody for it. Mm. Especially with a lot, a lot of people have a lot of lack of income right now. Yeah. So hiring a, hiring a videographer sounds expensive. Yeah like yeah like (laughs) my normal rate is really high but like when i talk to people i'm like i'll do it for like one third of it because of like i gotta make an income also (laughs) and i gotta make sure that like i book things out and make sure i get this product done you know so it's tough Mm. it's tougher now being full-time in my opinion i feel like i have a lot more free time where do you learn though like so for instance you said you're willing to do it sometimes for lower right because Mm -hmm. obviously you understand the times and you understand that also you've got to make an income as well but where's the line then like you can't always bring it down right because then people are going to be expecting it so like where do you find that line how do you decide like i'm willing to bring it down for this person like what does that look like for you so usually i have like a minimum no matter what there's a minimum that i have set aside that i'm like this is exactly what i need to make on this video this is the actual price. I can work my way down until I hit that mid- that uh, minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually it'll end up being charged an hourly rate versus yeah. an actual video rate. So usually like if I'm like, hey, I'll do it for like 100 an hour for filming, editing and all that. It's way more easier to book the client and it's way cheaper on their end because they're not going to be like, all right, I want a full day shoot, which is eight hours. I want, you know, mm-hmm. a couple edits back and forth. Like, it's just a completely different thing. Yeah. So, like, them getting less quantity, but them still getting quality material is, like, right there with them. And they're like, all right, I can justify that. So, it's, like, hard because, like, we both have to justify it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, like, it's tough. It's just a tough field, you know? Is that the best option for you as well? Because they're not expecting way more from you than... You know what I'm saying? Because if you had given them that top price, which obviously I'm sure you would live up to, but if you give them that top price, obviously there's going to be a higher expectation there of like, they're going to send you things back. They're going to expect you there the whole day. So do you find that doing it hourly has been better for you? No. (laughs) So I'll be honest with you. The higher the price, the less complaints. And I'm not even going to lie about that. The Mm. more that you charge your client, the more that like, I like, the highest paid thing that I've gotten, I've gotten the least amount of complaints. And they're like, all right, cool. Thank you. No edits, nothing. It's just like, I sent them a rough draft and that was their final. They were like, I'm good with this. Thanks. Wow. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, all right. I literally barely did anything, but perfect. Like, okay. I was just going to say, do you think that's because that person mm-hmm. kind of understands it? 
because if they're willing yeah. to pay you the price that it is, they understand it. Because you would assume 100%. that the the more you pay, the more picky the person's going to be mm-hmm. because they just mm-hmm. spent all this money. So that's a crazy thing to think about. I'm trying to wrap my head yeah. around it. Yeah. Like I know for myself, I was talking to one of my friends and I was telling her, I was like, yo, if I if I get married one day, you know, Lord willing, yes, sir. <laughs> if I get married one day, I would definitely hire a videographer that like, that's high quality. I don't care about the price. Like I would literally, and I know this is going to sound crazy. I would pay $10,000 for a videographer. Wow. I would literally pay that much because like, I know the quality that I would get versus a, like somebody like a novice or like somebody who's a beginner. Who's like, yeah, I'm only charging 500. Like I don't want somebody who's going to charge me 500 because I'm literally will nitpick every little thing. But somebody who walks in that confidence, that's like, yeah, $10,000. All right, bet. Let's do it. So I have a question now, like coming off of that. In this field especially, right? And you would know, can you find quality even in the $500 ones over the $10,000 one? You can. You definitely can. Um, because there's a lot of people who, even like myself, even early on, like that are timid to charge more. Because it comes down to we want higher clientele. We want to just keep getting clients. Like, But we're great at what we do, but we need to build a portfolio. Mm-hmm. Or we've yeah. done video, but it's not like in the, in the certain subject that we want to specify in. Like, I hate doing weddings. I'm just going to be honest. I would never want to do a wedding again. I literally don't. So if like any of you get like... like if any if if anybody suggests like me for a wedding like i'm gonna be honest i'll probably be like yeah i'll do it but like i don't want to <laughs> like 100 percent. i'll do it though like no cap like shameless plug but like <laughs> at the same time like i don't want to because it's like the amount of work that you have to put in towards weddings and just it's not my genre like uh-huh. i i thrive on like directing a music video like i've noticed that lately like i'm just like i see the vision i catch the vision i hear the story behind it i'm like let's make this happen Versus yeah. a wedding, and I'm just like, I don't want to get to know the whole couple. Like, no offense, like they could be <laughs> great, but like it's like it's a lot. And then like, yeah. like the last wedding I did was in Oklahoma, and like I had to take a plane there, and I was just like, I'm not having this. <laughs> I thought I was gonna fall out the sky, but like it's one of those things where like a lot of people who want to like have a specific thing, like somebody's like, yeah, I really want to do weddings. They will take a wedding for $500 just to have the client and just mm-hmm. to add it to the portfolio. And it could be literally the same quality as work mm-hmm. as if you're hiring somebody for $5,000, mm-hmm. but they're literally hidden gems. These like videographers are literally hidden gems. Hmm. So, so. I, what I'm taking away is pretty much sometimes you have to do things for a lower amount just so that you can build your rapport mm-hmm. as well as you sometimes you have to do maybe the genre that isn't your favorite genre as you become to learn more about yourself as a vid- videographer and a photographer because right now it's building your portfolio but hopefully you'll, yeah. be, you'll be at a day where you can do you can take the ones that you 100 percent want to take because yep. you have that that rapport you have that portfolio already packed people know your 100%. work but as you're building yourself up you kind of got to do whatever's being given to you yeah i yep 100 percent. that is literally it that is literally you hit the nail on the coffin with that one <laughs> so my question is because you said that you a lot of what you did before was do word of mouth and even how you got started was really like a friend's birthday party and then they were kind of like i want you an engagement i want you on marriage how important do you think it is for you how important is word of mouth and supportive people specifically in your industry 
I think it's very important. Like building those relationships, like think about it this way. Like you're going to trust somebody more because you have a relation with them. Mm-hmm. Like versus somebody who's like, I have to go hire a videographer. Like, who am I going to choose? Like, Oh no. Like all these people have great mm-hmm. work. But when you know the person you're like, and you can sit there and talk to them and be like, yo, like, this is what I'm going to give you. I promise you it's going to be worth it. Like, I know you, you're my homie. Like, we're going to make mm-hmm. this happen. And uh, you know the people who I know, and you've seen the work I've done with them. It's way more trustworthy, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like most of the clients that I have now, they've all been like, I trust what you're doing because I've seen how you've treated the other clients that you have, which are my best friends. Uh, and I'd be like, wow. I got you. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I do the best job that I can, you know? And like it came down to even that um that fitness influencer for telemundo like when i first met her i literally like i said i had no idea what i was doing but she was like i saw the engagement video you did and i trust you because that was my friend's engagement i'm like Um, yeah i got you i will literally do the most and so like she had no idea of my first real actual gig (laughs) and i'm like Uh. i'm like i'm like standing there and she's like and then she she was a client that hired me for more videos. She hired me for three more videos after that. Wow. And so it's like, you see those things. And I mean, granted, she moved away to Florida. Shout out to Florida. But like, <laughs> like you see these things and it's just like, you can't, you can't replace relationships in anything that we do, I think. Honestly, I think relationships is the biggest thing that makes this whole world go round. So I think it's wow. like one of the biggest parts of this entire business, I guess, you know? That's crazy. Just having that, yeah. having that yeah. reputable source, and just being that person that people can trust. Yeah. yeah. What on the flip side of that? What is like competition like in your field? Like, is that a serious oh, thing? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like so like this guy that I've been trying to book for like a very very long time, like extremely yeah. long time. He has like ten videographers that are hitting him up all the time, and I'm just wow. like. Yikes. I'm just there like, hi, I'm Jeremy. Here's my huh. here's my website. Click it. Also, if you want to watch my YouTube on America Sweetheart, go ahead. Like, and, <laughs> and it's just like one of those things where it's like how like it, it's it's tough because like these people like they have the they have the people they have the videographers and photographers at their fingertips, mm-hmm. especially if they have some sort of clout. That's the problem. If they have some sort of clout, it's like, hey, I don't know if you're going to choose me, but here I am, like, throwing my stuff out there. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. so competitive. Like, I try to work with this uh, this artist who is a battle rapper in New York City, and, like, he he followed me on Instagram. I, was, I literally freaked out. I was in the Chipotle um, <laughs> parking lot, and he followed me, and I'm like, why is he following me? I'm freaking out. Like, I couldn't <laughs> even place my order, like, the mobile order to earn the points. I was like, what's happening right now? But he followed me, and then he messaged me. He's like, yo, what's up, bro? Send me your portfolio. And I'm like, okay. And I sent him, and he was like, he no, no answer. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, does he want to work with me or not? And then like, he ended up doing this music video and it was with somebody completely different who I've heard of too. And I'm like, man, he's a great videographer. So I can't complain, but like, it's so tough because like the competition is out there. Like Um, once you start it, you're just like, you know, everybody who's a videographer, you're like, Oh, they're a videographer. They're a videographer. They're a photographer. They, they do both. They, they do graphic design also. So it's like, you're just sitting there and like, man, why are they going to choose me? And you just got to hope for the best what is your give me two things that sort of like your dream job your you know what are the two things that you're like man if i can get these two jobs whether it's this company or working for this person what would those two things be and then the second thing would be well i guess it was a two-part question but and then the next one would be what what would you tell someone 
who is young, someone who's deciding to just pick up, you know, um, a camera or pick up anything. Like, what would you tell them? You know, like, what, what, what would you tell them when they're like afraid or? Yeah. So I guess let me, I'll answer the second part first. Um, what I would tell somebody is literally just go, just pick it up and do like your first video is not going to be good at all. <laughs> like it will be the worst thing you ever create. And you'll look back at it and you'll laugh at yourself. You'll literally be like, why did I do that? You'll be embarrassed. People will play it at your birthday party. But like the point is like, do that terrible video. Be terrible yeah. at what you do, but do it. Like, and just mm. keep going and keep trying to learn. Like, don't just stop because your first video was terrible. Don't just stop because your second video was the even worse. Don't yeah, stop yeah. because your 10th video is the worst. But always keep going. Keep moving. Keep growing. And keep becoming the best person that you could be. Be the best YouTuber that you could be. Be the best videographer that you could be. But yeah. keep going. You don't just learn. You're not. Your first try is not, it's not end game. That's just That's the truth. Good. That's good. First, first try and end game. And if you keep doing it, you'll just keep learning. You'll keep growing in that area. And like, like I was talking to somebody today who's a photographer in Philadelphia and he's like, bro, just even with your phone, just keep taking <laughs> photos because you keep getting better. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, man, like that's just so true because like it doesn't matter what kind of camera you have. It really mm. doesn't. You, yeah. We literally have the, the most powerful item at our fingertips, right. our fingertips, which is literally our iPhones. These are so right. powerful. Right. And it's right. like, you can literally film a YouTube video right off of it, but what it takes is like growing in it. Like you're not going to be great on your first YouTube video. Mm. You're not going to be great on your first photography gig and yeah. don't necessarily look for the, the payment of it, but look for the heart of it. Like if you're doing it out of the payment, like you're not going to get anywhere. If yeah. you're looking to like go on YouTube to become famous, you're not going to become famous. Yeah. You have to have that heart. You have to have that love for it because if you don't, then you're going to go nowhere. It's literally going to be, it's going to be clout chasing for no reason because <laughs> you won't make it. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. And then I guess the first part of that question, which is the, what was it called? The dream job you said? Yeah. Like what's yeah. the, either the company or the person like, you know, yeah. that's. So I would love to do live events for John Bellion. <laughs> okay. Or the Brooklyn Nets. And I was literally oh, on wow. the Brooklyn Nets website earlier today. And I'm like, I want to get a media pass and take photos at the game. But I'm like, that's just too much money. Like, not not even too much money. That's just too much to do. Because I'm mm. like, I want to sit there and enjoy the game also. Like, you know, I'm not trying right. to just take yeah. photos. But, like, I think those two would be ideal. Or even working with Marvel in any sense of it. Like, I don't care cool. if I'm operating one camera that all it does is get, like, spider-man's turnaround like whatever it may be like if i'm on that set like that's all that matters i will literally freak out yeah. um yeah but i genuinely like my dream with like videography is just like keep becoming better you know if mm -hmm. if it stem if it stems to me making x amount of money per month awesome if it stems to me working with clients who i never thought i'd work with that's even better if it stems to my me getting like some sort of youtube clout like i don't even care about the clout but me being able to post consistently on youtube awesome and i think it's just like i just want to be at a place where this is consistent that's my dream yeah. and i can provide for my family i want to I move everybody onto one block yes sir come on now <laughs> i want to have my own little community j catry way have my own coffee shop on it come on now let's yeah. get it <laughs> Jeremy, I think that's one of my favorite things about you is you're such a big dreamer. And so, like, I feel like if anyone can do it, you can do it just because I feel like you dream so big. And so you're going to keep going till you till you make it happen. But 
I think that was awesome. I think that was a great way to even like end the question section of this because I think, you know, like you kind of gave good advice and you also uh-huh. told us where we're, we should be looking to see you in the future. And I'm excited for you. Um, and because you're a, a, a two-timer, because you've been <laughs> on this before, I figured we could play a, a game on this. That's the first time we're ever going to play this game. Uh, and I actually right, got this from another podcast. I don't remember the podcast at all, the name of the podcast. But I know the girl's name on the podcast. Her name is Reggie. I actually don't even know how they got into my podcast list because I was just looking at it, and then I was like, this is saved on my podcast list? Never heard of them before. Listen to one episode, and they had this game on there. Mm. So, Marvin, um, you can play, I guess. Um, it's it's um, called Red Flags. The only reason I'm saying I'm guess is because I know Andre's a little crazy, but I, <laughs> it's like as if you were single. But okay, I'm game. Yeah. Okay, okay, good. okay, cool. Okay, so what's what it is is this? It's, the game is called Red Flags. Like I said, it came from another podcast. Shout out to them. Yeah. I wish I remember the name right now, but as we already know, right. I didn't even remember Just, the name for the book. Heads up, I'm game. I might be on missing and clueless. You never know. After <laughs> no, it's not we'll bad. See. It's we'll not see. bad. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you two good qualities about a person, and then I'm going to give you a red flag, and you're going to tell me if you would still date that person. Mm. So it's like these are gr- two great qualities, but then this is Oof. a red flag. Wow. And so it's like, will I still date this person? So it's not necessarily a bad thing, Marvin. It's just like, right. you know, like she could play too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so right, first one, they are the most attractive person you have ever laid eyes on, like the most attractive person, like Gush. Marvin, obviously for you, that is Andre Castillo, mm-hmm, okay? 100%. The second thing is their humor matches yours. Like you guys can laugh about everything together. Ooh. Like most attractive person and they have the best humor, but they don't get along with your family. That's the red flag. Oh, uh, so they have the best, they are, they're the most attractive and we can laugh at everything together. They have the best but- humor. But they don't get along with my own family. That's the red flag. They don't get along with your family. Can you date this person? Nah. Nope. That's a no? Okay. That's a big no. Jeremy says I'm, no. What about you? I'm mother? good on I that. I was thinking. I wish. Oh, man. We got to get visuals on this podcast soon. Because <laughs> it's like Marvin is thinking right now. It's it's sort of like a... I feel like that's a, that's a red flag because I feel... I mean, I'm just gonna say red flag. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Red yeah, flag. it is red flag. So you can't date yeah. them. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys both said no. All right, I have two more. Okay. So this person has the best personality ever. Like, oh my gosh, best personality in the world. And their family is amazing. Like, super supportive of you, your dreams. Super supportive of the relationship. Like, you get along with their family. It's like the the greatest situation ever. Like these are the best in laws you could ever have. But all her friends are guys. Oh, like she she is like the one girl in the group of guys. So uh, what was, what was the first thing again before before the she group has of the guys? best personality ever, best That's personality it? ever, best personality ever, and her family is amazing, super supportive of the relationship of you. Like these are the best in laws you could ever have. Like you get along yeah. with her family so well, but yeah. all her friends are guys. Like. Yeah. Like yeah, she's hanging best. out with the guys all the time. Her best friend is a guy, like, all the time. Yeah, that's just. Am I not her best friend though? Jeremy, aside from you, okay. all of them are guys. You're a guy. Uh, that, that's a stadium. <laughs> that's a stadium full of, red, of fans with red flags for me. <laughs> so it's a no. I think. Love? Yeah, that's Honestly, a whole bunch of flags. Nope. Okay, I'm not gonna so lie. No. I, I think I'd be very okay with it. But as really? long as I'm her best friend, like, 
and that like like she's choosing me at the end of it like i'm not getting friend zoned right so no, like no, no, yeah. you guys are okay cool cool but all i mean right, I, I, I can't guarantee that she won't cheat on you like but you're saying, saying oh you can't guarantee friend. that <laughs> no i can't guarantee that that's what i'm saying it's a red flag oh. like it's a this is the red oh, flag no. in your life. so something could go wrong but all i'm saying is that you're you're gonna date you have the option to date this girl she has the best personality ever and her family loves you and you love her family but all her friends are guys can you date I'd this still be okay with it. Risk it for okay. the biscuit, am I right? <laughs> I've never That's heard that in my life before. But oh, thank you, sir. God. We're going to keep moving on that one. All right. And then we got the last one. The last one is you guys are interested in all the same things. Like you guys have mm. the same interests. You guys both mm. love basketball. You both love, like, whatever your interests are, you guys get along. Like, you guys are on that same level. You guys are interested in all the same things. Mm. And they have an amazing relationship with your friends and your family. Like mm. flipping now, like they like they get along just so great with your family. But here's the red flag. Her family hates you. Oh, been there, so done she, that, I'm good. So say that again. Her family hates me, she, but she's cool with my family? So yes, so you guys have the same interests. That's the first good thing about her. You guys have all mm -hmm. the same interests. Like you guys get along on every level like that. And then they have an amazing relationship with your friends and family. So all your friends love her and she loves them and all your family loves her and she loves them. But on the flip side of that, her family hates you. I'm good. I'll pass. Um, man. So you can always do Thanksgiving and Christmas at your house, but you can never go to hers. Uh, I'm good. Uh, man. I feel like that's not a that's not a red flag for me, but I'll say it only would be like I, I it would be a red flag for me, but it's in a weird way. It's like is that a red flag for her? Like if she's cool with that, mm. would she be able no, to yeah, deal she, with that? She's you know cool with it. It's on it's on you if you're gonna <laughs> date her. So are you saying yes to dating her? You don't care that her family hates you? Nah, that's a red flag. I'm just not gonna go that far. So you you won't date her? I I I probably would, but it's just like. It's, it's, I w it would have to be if she's cool with knowing that, you know, however her family is. Because I feel like it's it would be more of if she's willing to date me, regardless of that, then you're willing to date her? I'm willing to date her. But at the end of the day, like, is she willing to, to deal with that? Like, is that a red, like, is that a red flag for her? Because she's the one who is her family. Yeah, but here's the thing. I just need a yes or no. Are you going to date this girl? Man. I'm gonna yeah, just say no. Yeah, I'll date, I'll date both her, of I'll us. Date. I'm gonna just okay. for both of us, so, bro. Nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you each said one. You each said one yes. Jeremy said yeah. yes to the girl who has the greatest personality and her friends and her family are so supportive. <laughs> right. But all her friends are guys. And then Marvin said yes to the girl who has all the same interests as him and they have an amazing relationship with your friends and families, but her family hates you. Um, I good thing that's not an actual thing, Marvin, because that would be a tough time at Thanksgiving, kid. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right, guys. So that's episode nine of And Clueless. We had Jeremy Catcher on. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for playing that new game. That was of the first course. time. Of course, thank you guys for having me again. It's literally family at this point. Yeah, it's family at this point. We appreciate you coming on twice. And Jeremy is uh loyal too because i i asked him yesterday and he said yeah i'm on like down let's do this so right. shout out to jeremy for that we've got so many loyal people so many loyal friends shout out so to all the listeners willing to jump on uh and so that being said guys make sure you follow share 
like remember at 100 followers on instagram we are giving away something substantial i can't tell you what it is just yet but we're giving something away and so you're going to want to follow make sure you share that with your friends with your families share it to your grandma share it to your ex-boyfriend don't do that actually we don't want you in, in that toxicness get away from it. <laughs> share, share it to your new boyfriend share it to your best friend share it to your sister your mother your cousin whoever you got to share it to make sure mm -hmm. you share it share it to five people this week and mm -hmm. get us there uh and we will see you guys next week for episode 10 guys we're getting close to the end here the big so, yeah make sure you stick it out with us we've got some really cool people to wrap up this season with and so we're excited we love you guys and we'll see you next week peace out peace out